0: Amen, 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 amen. We want to do just a little review this morning. We started off talking about the book of Joshua last week. What a vast book, what vast energy and knowledge there is in that book of Joshua. But just briefly, we read that the theme of Joshua was simply to conquer the promised land. Joshua, we found out, served in the tabernacle. Joshua and Caleb were the only two that brought back a good report. Moses we learned was directed by God to appoint Joshua as his successor. Goes on and says as a man in whom is the spirit. <laughs> we read that in Numbers 27:18 to 23 and we also read that in Deuteronomy chapter 1 and verse 38. But he also, and we also learned that God could trust these men called Joshua and Caleb, who, numbers 32:12 said, who wholeheartedly followed after God. I mean, when you follow something wholeheartedly, it's all that you got. You're just giving it all. Can you say Amen? And I wanted to read one other scripture. I don't think they have it unless they can get to it real quick. It's Deuteronomy chapter 34. The importance of what Moses transferred to Joshua. Deuteronomy 34 and verse 9. And I think I mentioned last week how how we need to remember that Joshua... Was there through so many things. He, he, he worked under Moses. And he saw all that Moses saw. He witnessed all that Moses went through. He witnessed and heard everything that Moses heard. That's called faithfulness. That's called being faithful. And How many of you know God rewards... Faithfulness. But in Deuteronomy, chapter 34, verse 9, God says this, And Joshua, the son of Nun, full of the spirit of wisdom for Moses, laid his hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened unto him, and did as the Lord commanded Moses. Amen. God was the orchestrator of Joshua taking the place of Moses. I mean, even though God knows what he's doing. Amen. God always has the right person for the right place. Now, sometimes that right person, getting them into the right place can be a challenge. Amen. But God, everybody say, but God, <laughs> it's one of those, but God moments. God knew. God knew because he watched Joshua. He heard Joshua and he knew that the spirit of God was in Joshua or on, on Joshua. We, we, be better to say this, but just to give you a little background there this morning of what we, uh, looked at last week. And I want to, I want to remind you of this too. I was getting my notes ready last night reading and just, you know, have you, have you realized sometimes when you just start reading, you just lose yourself and uh, you, you just get encompassed by all of God's greatness in his word. And if you're not careful before you know it, you're getting in and, wait a minute, I didn't even intend to read this. Or I didn't even intend to go there. But, but God, because of what I was reading, you're leading me to go this way and go that way. But God always is a good God. Amen? Hallelujah. God is not one of the cowboys with a black hat. He's one of those guys with a white hat. Amen. Glory. He's a good God. (laughs) But listen to this. You might want to write this down. Opposition will always come when following God's plan. Opposition will always come. Now, it didn't say opposition can stop you. It just said opposition, or I'm saying opposition will always come. But it's what you do with opposition. What it is you do with those that oppose what God wants to do in your life or anybody's life. So remember that personally, and that'll give you some victories, I really believe. Opposition will always come when following God's plan. Israel, we need to remember some things here, and I'll get into some scripture here, but Israel entered Palestine for one reason, and that was to establish Israel, which is Israel today. Amen? Amen? Israel entered Palestine with four things. I'm going, to look, I'm going to show you these things right here. Israel. God's called people. God just called Joshua to take Moses' place. And how many of you know when God calls you to a place or to go do something, He always prepares you. You'll have what you need. Provision will always be there For the vision. Amen. So it's not like God's sending Joshua out here and he doesn't know anything, but God's with him. God has provided for him the provision that he needs to get Israel where they need to go. Can you say amen? Joshua had this. He had a promise of the land. He had the presence of the Lord. He had the law of. Of the Lord, and he also had the leadership of Joshua. God has already given Israel those four things. They're way ahead of the game. He's already, everybody say, already. Already. Not going to, God has already. already, already what? Given them a promise of the land, He's already promised His presence. He already has the law of his word there, and he has also provided them, Joshua, for leadership. With these four guarantees, they should have been successful everywhere they went. They had everything they needed. Amen. Has God ever led you to a place or led you to do something where he has not provided you with everything you need to be a success, wherever it is you've been or wherever it is you're going? He always does. Whatever that provision may be. Amen. Amen. But with those, with what? A promise, the presence, the law, and the leadership. With these four guarantees, Israel should have been successful Everywhere they went. But disobedience led to defeat. Everybody say disobedience. Now I know there's probably nobody in here except me who's ever been in disobedience. I've always found out it's better to talk about myself than to talk about you and have you get mad at me. So there have been times when I have disobeyed. I've been in disobedience to God. More than one time, many times over the years. Knowing, knowing that I knew better. And went ahead and did it anyway. Knowing that I shouldn't have. Tapping me on the shoulder. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go there. Don't say that. And went ahead and did it anyway. That was me. Disobedience will always lead you to defeat. Oh, yeah. You can have everything you need to be successful. Israel had everything. My goodness. They had everything. And again, I want, I want you to realize, they had already been given the land. Yeah. God was already there. His presence was with them. Yeah. They had the law of the Lord. They had His word. And they also had their new leader, Joshua, that Moses himself laid hands on and gave his approval. Woo! Glory to God. They they had it going. But disobedience, everybody say disobedience. You can have everything you need to be successful. They had a promise, they had the presence, they had God's law, they had a leader. But disobedience will cause you to be defeated regardless of what God has provided. Can I have a better amen? <laughs> but disobedience will cause you to be defeated regardless of what God has what provided you. It doesn't matter what God has given you, what God has promised you. If you are disobedient with what God has given you and what you have, come on, you better be careful. That's what happened to Israel. These events that were recorded in the whole book of John, Joshua spans approximately 30 years. Listen to this. The principle Illustrated here, the the principle of this story, listen. The principle illustrated here is the child of God will be involved in conflict. It's coming. If you're a child of God, conflict's gonna come. Amen. But the principle illustrated here is that the child of God will be involved in conflict with evil powers and Satan himself. But listen, if he or she Earnestly. Everybody say earnestly. That means now you're getting serious. But if he or she will earnestly undertake to possess all that God has promised him on this earth, you can make it. If you will earnestly go after what God has provided for you, Even though conflict is going to happen out here, Satan himself tries to show up on your doorstep. It doesn't matter who shows up on your doorstep in the daytime or in the nighttime. God has already given you you a promise. He's already given it to you. Now it's up to you and I. Are we going in? with a positive attitude or are we going in with well we're defeated already i don't know how we can win i don't know how we're going to do it don't no that's the wrong that's the wrong thing to say actually that's the wrong attitude to have go over here to ephesians chapter 1 hallelujah ephesians chapter 1 Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Say amen when you get there. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1. That's in the New Testament. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Are you there? Okay. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Now, in light of what we've already heard about Israel being defeated at this particular time, thank God thank God Israel in the future will absolutely be the conquerors. Amen. Eventually, Israel will recognize Jesus, Yamashua as the Messiah. Amen. Amen. Eventually they will. Hallelujah. Amen. God loves Israel. And he'll continue to love Israel. But he loves you today. He loves you today. And what you're going through today and what you're facing today, God is concerned about. God is concerned about not only your defeats, but he's also concerned about your victories. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1 verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Now everything that we heard that God gave the children of Israel under Joshua, in the New Testament here, we just read that you and I as believers today have the same blessings. We have everything we need. We have been promised everything. Come on now. We have been promised everything. As the children of Israel had back then. And what was the only reason that they were defeated? Disobedience. Disobedience. In Ephesians 1.3 here. God tells us What? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. You ought to put your name right there. With what? All. All. Everybody say all. All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. God has promised you everything exactly the same as he did Israel. Now you and I are going towards our promised land. For every one of us here, our promised land is the United States of America. This is where we live. But while we live here as believers, he has promised us everything we need to be victorious in this life. Can I have an amen? amen. Now I did not say that. He did. Right. He said that. Can you say amen? Yes. Now look here in Ephesians 1.3. At nine. Just nine things. And there's a few more. That he has blessed you with. In verse 3. He blessed us. Verse 4, he chose us. Verse 5 and 11, he predestinated us. Amen. And please don't misunderstand that word predestinated. Pastor, are you saying that we've been, some of us have been predestinated to serve God and not serve God? No, that's not what he's talking about. You have been predestinated. You have been predestined whether you make the right choice or not to serve him. Come on now. He predestinated you to make the right choice. Yeah. And it's up to you to make that right choice. But he's already predestinated you to do it. Now it's up to you to make those decisions be right. Verse 6. He made us accepted. Aren't you glad to know you're accepted? Regardless of race, race. Color or creed or age, where you come from. God doesn't He didn't I used to hear my dad preach. God don't give a hoot where you're from. He doesn't. He doesn't. I said he doesn't, but he does care about where you're going. And I believe everybody in here wants to go to the same place. And that's heaven. We want to get there. We want to get there, but we're going to face some obstacles. You may have to intensify your walk. Verse 7, he redeemed us. Aren't you glad for the blood of Jesus? Oh, yeah. Ooh, he redeemed Verse 8, he abounded toward us. Yeah. Thank God he's not against us. Amen. Verse 9, he was, he, he was made known to us. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah, he's not a stranger. Thank God I know who he is today. He's not a stranger. I can go to him just like a good friend. I can go to a good friend any time of the day or night. Amen. We're there. I said, we're there. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 11 and 14. He gave us an inheritance. I said, he gave you and I an inheritance. Glory to God. Verse 13, he sealed us with the Holy Spirit of promise. He gave you a promise, and he sealed it like this. When you said yes to the Lord Jesus Christ, I sealed you with that promise bound by your faith towards me. If you follow the Spirit... Your seal cannot be broken. Glory to God. Come on. Let's say I'm sealed. (laughs) I said, tell that person next to you, whether you know it or not, you're sealed. I'm sealed. 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 Glory. I said, glory. (laughs) That's Ephesians 1, 3, where it says blessed by the God and Father, Lord Jesus Christ, who hath what? Blessed us. Now look into the next part of that verse there where it says, bless us with all spiritual blessings. Everything that you'll ever need, God has already given it to you. Well, pastor, why don't I have them? Have you looked? Have you endeavored to dig into God's word and find out what he has given you? What is surprise is coming your way. Come on. How many of you like a good surprise? I do. I, some people know I don't like surprises. I do. Oh come on, surprise me, surprise me, you know. Some people just love those. That's why we have surprise birthday parties. You know, you may not know about it, we're going to surprise you. That makes it a surprise. Amen. But God has what? Look at the word. You you feast your eyes on what his word says. He has blessed us with what? All A L L. That means every promise he'd ever promised us belongs to who? You and I, believers. Amen. All spiritual blessings, all promises and blessings in Christ, are still for believers today. Today, regardless of what this world looks like, regardless of what our government looks and sounds like, God still knows what's going on in your life. And he has promised us. Amen. He, he has, I love that. See, God's not going to go back on his word. Now, I have, a lot of, have had a lot of people promise me a lot of things, and they went back on their word. Yeah. But you'll never, everybody say never. never. Somebody says you're never supposed to say never, but I'm saying in this case, never will God ever fail you. Never. 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 <laughs> if God seems distant, guess who moved? Let me say it again. If God seems so far away, guess who moved? Glory to God. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings, all promises and blessings in Christ. In Christ. I recently uh, gave Brother Joe a book called In Him. That's what he's talking about, Joe. Until you get in him, these blessings can't come to you. But once you get in Him, once you accept Him as your personal Savior, all, there's that word again, say it again, all, all the spiritual blessings that God has out there are for you and I. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 says, listen to these scriptures. This just solidifies how much God wants to bless you. Amen. I know we're talking about Joshua, but we're also talking about what will cause you to be victorious and not defeated. Even though you've been given everything you need to accomplish the job. 2 Corinthians 1:20 says for all there's that word again, for all the promises of God in him. In him Not just anybody, but all, all that he ever said, all that he ever promised you, all the promises of God in him are yea and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. See, us, that's you and I, we're going to bring those promises to pass. That ought to get you excited right there. Amen. Amen. Psalms 34 verse 9. It says, Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for it, there is no want to them that fear him. Now, that's not saying to be afraid of him, but we revere him. We have a reverential fear of who God is. And I think our, our United States... That was founded on God has lost our reverential fear of God. So many things have come in that have challenged and are challenging every believer in this building today. With things that we thought of would never be brought out in the open. But now. They flaunt everything. They don't care. When I say they. The world. The world system. Satan. And his cohorts. Amen. Amen. Psalms 34.9. Oh fear the Lord. Ye his saints. For their what? Is no want. It's telling me right there that you can have your wants. Amen. Isn't that what it says? Yeah. For there is no want. In other words, if you need to go get some gas, you got some money to go get it. If you need to buy a loaf of bread, you can go buy a loaf of bread. Amen. If you want to take your wife out to dinner, you can go take her out to dinner. If you want to take your friends out to dinner, amen, God has blessed you in a way where there is no want if you desire to do that. Amen. I heard Brother Kenneth Hagin say, the older gentleman who's uh, already died and passed away, he said, God's not against riches. He's against covetousness. Amen. And he said, everybody makes so much out of that word rich. Everybody gets all upset when they hear somebody say, I'm rich. I'm rich. Brother Hagin said, let me tell you what rich really is. Rich is simply having a full Supply. Come on. Don't get mad at me if you hear me say, man, I'm rich. All you'll have to do is say, oh, okay, he's got a full supply. That's it. I have a, there you go. I have a full supply. All my wants are met. That's what he said. I didn't say that. And I don't believe I'm interpreting it wrong. Come on, let's go on. Amen. Now, it sounds like, just like Israel, God giving Israel everything they needed, kind of sounds like God's given you and I, down here, everything we need to be successful in our prom- Where is your promised land? It's right here, the United States of America. Today, it's right here in Missouri. Amen it's where your promised land is where you've anchored your soul in Christ hallelujah psalms 34:10 the young lions do lack and suffer hunger but they that what seek the lord shall not want any good thing take that to the bank devil you can't starve me out You can't starve me up. You can't do enough things against me to cause me to want to quit. I'm a winner. I win. You won. We won. When we said yes to this man called Jesus who took up his residence in me. Whoa! Psalms 84.11. Can you stand some more? This is you, and it's for you. Psalms 84:11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will He withhold from them who walk uprightly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You ought to just walk as upright as you can. Not because you're proud. Get get off that kind of stuff. But you can walk uprightly because greater is He who is in you than He who is in the world. You ought to be able to walk up, wake up every morning and walk uprightly and tell the devil, I win. I win. Regardless of what I'm going to hear today. Regardless of what I might go through today. I'm going to walk up rightly. I'm going to allow the Holy Ghost that's on the inside of me. Make me better than I could ever be. Can you say amen? Glory to God. Matthew 21, 22. This just gets gooder. I'm telling you. Matthew 21, 22. And all things. Everybody say all things. Whatsoever you shall ask in what? Prayer. Prayer. Surely you've had a conversation with God already this morning. Surely you've had a talk with him already this morning. Hallelujah. Whatever it was you talked to him about. Really doesn't matter to him But all things whatsoever you shall ask. I heard a guy say one time, you know, pastor, I've got a lot of needs, and I just don't know why God don't take care of my needs. And I just said, well, have you ever asked him? See, we think God is so big that he's just going to show up on our scene and give us everything that we need. Now don't work that way. There's a father who needs to be asked. Ask. Ask. Ask and you shall receive. Knock and it shall be opened. Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Look at that again. Let this scripture get in you. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer Believe you shall have them. And I've said this many times. Why are you believing? Why are you praying and not believing that you're going to get it? But when you are praying, believe what you're praying. And when you believe what you're praying, then it becomes yours. Glory to God. (laughs) Excuse me. John fourteen, <laughs> verse thirteen and fourteen. John fourteen, thirteen and fourteen. There's that big word again. Matthew twenty one twenty two said, whatsoever. John fourteen thirteen fourteen. They must have compared notes. <laughs> but he goes out and he says, whatsoever, and whatsoever. Whatsoever means. Whatsoever. (laughs) I didn't want to make it too difficult. God didn't want to make it too difficult on me. (laughs) What's that mean, God? He kind of, what? It means whatsoever. And whatsoever. Whatsoever. You shall ask in my name. Now he's making it personal. And whatsoever you shall ask. Come on, folks. You may not have have because you're not asking. Now he's telling you what to do and what name to use when you do ask. It's not that he's going to withhold it from He wants you to come to him in faith, asking as well as believing. Hallelujah. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Verse 14 says, if you shall ask anything, we went from whatsoever to anything. Now, again, I don't want to trick you, but anything means anything. (laughs) See, God God is not making this hard for us. It's It's you and I downloading it into thinking. It can't be that easy. It can't be that simple. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You just got to hook your believer up with what his word says. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. John fifteen seven. I like this one. I really like this one. If ye abide, that word abide means to, to live. You you live there. Amen. Barbara and I abide at nine zero zero three, seventy third, northeast. Seventy-third yeah. Don't get lost. <laughs> I abide at nine zero zero three. Northeast seventy third street, six four one five eight, Kansas City, Missouri. Amen. Whew, has a mouthful. <laughs> but that's where I abide physically. If you were to come by my home, knock on the door, I'm usually there. I live there. That's where I take up my residence. I live there. Amen. John fifteen seven says, If you abide where? In me. Talking about him. And my what? Words. words. Now we got two people or two, two entities occupying. You and the Word. You and the Word. You're both living there. Amen. Or should be. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. In other words, if I'm living in him yes. and the only way his word can live in me is for me to familiarize myself with what the word says about him. Come on. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? The word of God. Not having heard. You'll not get it the first time. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. If you abide in me, if you abide in me, and if my words abide in you, you shall. You shall. That's positive. Ask what you will. In other words, whatsoever. Anything. You shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you, but wait a minute, there are stipulations you have to be living in the right place, and you have to be have the Word living in you at that particular time. Glory to God come on it's it's his way it's his way, and any other way than his way is. Disobedience. It's disobedience. John fifteen, sixteen. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. That <laughs> there's that word again. Whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name. He will give it to you. Glory to God. Glory to God. He stipifies, Stipifies. He stipulates. Thank you. I knew it was out there somewhere. He stipulates his name. In my name. Now this won't work under uh, uh, any other name. You know. No other name. I said, there's no other name. I said, there's no other name. We're talking about being able to come to a church where we preach about there is no other name given under heaven whereby men or women could be saved. Acts 4.12. There is no other name. You'll get it no other way. You'll get his promises no other way. You have not chosen me, but I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain that whosoever shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Hallelujah. Closing, I want to say this. This also applied to Joshua. And the children of Israel. But disobedience, say that with me disobedience, disobedience kept them from what God had promised them concerning the promised land. Amen? Disobedience. It happened then, and it can happen now. It happened then. And it's happening now. The adversary does not want you to accomplish anything that's any good. The devil doesn't even care how much you read and how much you pray. Just as long as you don't tell anybody about what you've read. He wants you to keep silent when our world here in the United States has begun to open up and begin to say some of the most ungodly things in our country the church should be the last one to keep silent That's right. you have a voice use it You have a voice, use it for God and use it for the love of your country and your church and your family and your fellow men. But be careful. The man or the woman who has a heart to please God is going to confront the adversary. But take heart, we win. (laughs) I said, take heart we win. When you're having trouble, call a friend. When you're going through some things, you don't know how to handle it, call a friend. You know what that is? That's called loving your neighbor. (laughs) And that is our greatest commandment, that we love one another because he loved us. Amen. Let's stand. Hallelujah. You may be here this morning. Oh, you are here. (laughs) That sounds corny. (laughs) For those of you who are here and may not have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, can you see the importance of it? God will endow you everything you need to get you through what you're going through. But there's a part that you're going to have to play. You're going to have to be obedient and willing to do some of the things that God wants you to do to get the victory. Amen. Because if not, we see what happened to Joshua and the children of Israel. They had everything they needed. As believers down here, we have everything we need. To be successful. This local church has everything at our disposal to be successful. It's what we do with it. It's what we do with it as we put it in action. Amen. If you're here and you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, I encourage you to come. Come right now. Amen. Maybe you're here this morning and you just need prayer. Pastor, I just need prayer. Just need encouraged. Well, there's not a person in here that doesn't need encouraged. All of us. We all do. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every person in here needs help. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be here and you need a a healing in your body for sickness or disease or whatever. That may be you. You may be here this morning and you've never received a baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. If that's you, we ask you to come. Now on any of those invitations that you feel a need to come, we want you to do that right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has blessed us so much. Amen. He has blessed us. We'll continue to bless us. Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning. Praise God. Brother Joe dismisses this morning.